0: Welcome to When Mint by Those AMAs, your one stop shop for all things NFT. When Mint podcast is produced by Those AMAs. All information gathered and disseminated by this podcast is for research and entertainment purposes only. Those AMAs, its employees, and affiliates are not financial advisors. Please always do your own research and invest at your own risk. A full disclaimer can be found in the show notes. Welcome back to another episode of One Mint by those AMAs. I'm your host, The Machinist, and today I have something very, very special for all of you. Cardman, the co-founder of the Ape Society, is here on One Mint to tell us all the great things about their project and what they have planned moving forward for the community and the space in general. Now, these guys are a big deal. 13.5 13.5 million ADA in volume and right now the average price of one of their 7,000 assets is 2287. Now before we get into it don't forget to stick around until the end of the episode to find out what we're giving away in today's every episode NFT giveaway because nobody does it like those AMAs. But On that note, enough out of me, I gotta start talking to Cardman here. Cardman, what's up, my friend? Thank you so much for joining me today on the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. When you read out those numbers, it feels pretty crazy. Thank you.
0: Right? Those are some impressive numbers, my friend. You and and the Ape Society are doing very, very well, but there's good reason for it, right? Great art, a strong community, right? And a team that never lets up. This is what happens, right? You push hard enough, you never give up. Pretty soon, 13.5 million in volume. And that number is going to seem like chump change. I'm sure six months from now, I cannot wait to see all the great things you guys have planned for the future. So we should get into it. Could you tell us a little bit about what first got you into crypto and then eventually the Ape Society?
1: Uh, Well, in terms of first getting into crypto, I guess it's been a few years since... You know, I heard about it. I had a lot going on, so I didn't fully get into it until probably like the end of 2020 around uh, when I started to get back into coins. I was around in like 2016, 2017, but I completely left. <laughs> wasn't the best idea. But um, yeah, so I got back involved in like 2020 and um, joined a few groups and met kind of a lot of friends online. And, you know, we were just kind of trading together on various blockchains throughout the year, uh, doing not too bad. And, we, you know, we always wanted to kind of start some sort of project together. And but we didn't really know what to do and what we wanted to do. So we just kind of kept trading together. And eventually, you know, we, we saw the NFT space starting to grow and maybe in about August of last year we started to kind of take seriously what kind of project we wanted to do. And uh, I saw, uh, we always were interested in Cardano as a whole. And uh, I saw the the roadmap on the Cardano website. And when comparing it to like a lot of the other chains, you know, Cardano has like a very specific aesthetic that it goes for and a culture. Cardano like, you know, they're focused on doing things the right way working on like, you know, they have their papers and the, and the scientists and the, a lot of people kind of ushering things forward in a slow, gradual process. And then on that website, they have the different photos of the different eras that are the phases. And I was like, oh, what if you had a NFT that instead of being like a cartoon picture was something more sophisticated that people could use as a profile picture or use as to be part of a community, you know, kind of be proud of that, that photo and, You know, you have both the art element and the community element. So that's kind of where the idea came from and how I got involved in actually creating NFTs.
0: Awesome. Well, thank goodness that you guys did decide to come on Cardano, right? Because honestly, I feel like the space is so much better off for having a project like the ape society here because as all these ETH Maxis move in to cardano right and they see something like the ape society that is a true blue chip nft project right i think that's going to help onboard more users onto the cardano blockchain for nfts uh at least and obviously just grow the space which is great for all of us right everything you guys have done has helped this space in so many ways, and I'm sure you guys probably in the beginning didn't realize you were going to have this much of an impact.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, we were proud of our art, and it took months, actually, to even have a significant enough community where we felt like, okay, we can actually sell out. You know, we were kind of flying over under the radar for a while, and we we were frustrated at times. We thought our art was good, and we thought we had a good idea, but, like, we couldn't get that traction so when the hype finally came at the end of january and we were just like so excited to just mint out and we didn't think that like not that long after we'd be at 13 million volume and have had a second mint so it's really been unreal especially you know since our launch it's pretty much been only down for the market so
0: right but the ape society just keeps on going up (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, my friend. And speaking of making sure you had enough people around for a sellout. Well, I remember uh, when you guys first minted and it's a very sad thing. I actually told you about it before the interview. And I don't know if I should say this because people are going to laugh at me and think I'm an idiot. But I think I'm an idiot because of it. So it's OK. But that day of that meant you guys, there was such a rush to mint Ape Society Assets, and I remember you guys sold out, and I managed to grab one after someone's transaction failed, and I was still new uh, to NFTs at the time, I was just getting in, and I thought doubling your money was a good thing, so I doubled my money the next day, sold it for 200 ADA, uh, and I still have nightmares about that. So, thank you uh, for for making sure that I never sleep again, uh, soundly and let, let's get into some of the basics for, for the Ape Society. So your initial mint was for the apes themselves, correct? And there were 7,000 assets, and this was a sellout.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty much an instant sellout, um, like you know how the reservation system works. If you don't reserve, it goes back. But it was a pretty much instant sellout. We had more than enough volume that day. Uh, it was at 99 ADA which we got a lot of controversy because of that. Even, if, even though ADA was only at like, I think, 70 or maybe less cents then. And, you know, people were attacking us, but everybody still came to Mint. And what was crazy about that day is that at that time, JPEG store, when you bought an NFT, like it stayed there until the transaction was finished. And the blockchain was really slow at the time. So it was taking like 30 minutes or maybe even two hours to finish each purchase and this might have hurt you as well in terms of figuring out what to price things at so like the floor just stayed where it was and it was just crazy because nobody could buy anything and people kept undercutting the floor but they were undercutting assets that were already sold so a lot of people (laughs) kind of got a little bit hurt there because it's like the real floor price was at like 600 700 and people were listing at like 300 because the assets weren't moving off the site so it was, it was a crazy day
0: right well one of the things i think with, with you guys well at least my fault for, for selling it was because i was inexperienced a, at that point i was still learning you know so i didn't understand uh the difference between some of these projects that are are hype-based right, that really are made, there are are still projects like this that you kind of just buy and flip, right, and that's what they're made for, there's no real utility, but this is a utility-laden project that is a long-term hold, right, the Ape Society non-fungible tokens are investment vehicles, in my mind, 100%, these are investment vehicles, and we're going to get into why uh, in a few minutes here, because there are so many benefits for investors for just sitting on these apes and holding them, and if only I understood that uh, back then, but that's all right, moving forward, I'm going to find that ape though, I'm going to find out where that exact ape was that I sold and I'm going to get him back someday, you just wait and see, I'm going to reach out and let you know, say I got him, I got him Cardman, but <laughs> sure. so 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 let's head on, so we started in the beginning, so you guys had the mint, right, you built the whole community up, you felt you guys were ready for launch, and you guys were more than ready because instant sellout. Right, it went nuts. I remember that day and a few days after Ape Society was everything in this space and it still is. You guys have done an amazing job of keeping that hype, of keeping the community engaged and feeling like they have ownership over this project, right? They're proud to be a part of. And then you guys also had your cabin launch. Would you like to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so we had our cabin launch. That was also another instant sellout. It was 150 ADA and ten thousand units. Ada was a lot less at the time as well. So um, but you know, we're happy with the with the sellout and you know, we have a lot of people, you know, happy with their cabins. There's the there's three levels, there's the cottage, there's the estate, and there's the chateau. And then we also have thirty five districts. And um, you can be in any of the districts and while everybody's waiting for the cabins to come out, like the official cabins and staking and this and that, there's also actually been so much cool stuff that the community is doing. So there's various districts that people are bonding over, and um, there's even a Discord and like a whole Twitter and a magazine for, for Dork East, um, led by a, a group of apes that are taking it into their own hands to, to make their district awesome. So if you get a chance, check that out. Um, it's really cool. They have like a magazine with like a bunch of articles, photos, uh, analysis. It's really something I've never seen in any NFT, period.
0: Yeah, it really is super, super impressive how the community, like, like we just said before, really takes ownership uh, over this. And I even saw on your link tree, right? Is this what we're talking about where you guys have the community Twitter?
1: There is an Ape Society community Twitter, which was started before the cabins but there's also a few districts within the cabins that have made their own kind of world. So like Dork East, which is D O O R K East, they have their own website. So if you go to dork you'll see kind of what they have going on. They have a Twitter, they have a discord, they're doing monthly magazines. They have like photos of all the apes. Um, and like they're, they're, it's completely community driven and they do it. They have their Twitter group and, you know they all have they've all added badges to their apes that they've designed themselves so it's like a whole world within it and that's kind of what we wanted from the beginning with with our project and that's why we spent so much attention to detail with the art the classes the families is because we wanted people to have a sense of identity when it came to the apes um and you know a lot of projects like people eventually create that identity and like but it's a little bit of a stretch sometimes because people are like identifying with like a bandana or like um, just like some random attribute. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when we created like the society, we wanted people to identify with things that would reflect real life. Like maybe where their ape is from, where their cabin is held, what class their ape is in, what job they have, what family they're in. So we wanted to kind of mirror real life and, I think that's really happening.
0: No, absolutely. And I'll make sure to add into the show notes, the link for uh, dorkies.com so everybody can get out there and check it out. And that really is amazing that you guys have built up such a strong community that they've taken this into their own hands. I get DMs all the time from our community members that say, I want to help. How do I get out there and help? Right. It's What I can do is not enough. And the thing is, it is right? Those retweets, all these little things from the community mean so much. And then they can band together like they did over here at the Ape Society. And then you get something like Dork East. Before we get into uh, all, all of this other stuff, I'd love to get into the cabins as well and what they are used for right and the perks you can get through the cabins but we did talk about the classes within ape society and for anyone that maybe hasn't heard uh of ape society or if they have and it was just out of their their price range right at this point maybe they and the thing is with ape society you're still early these guys have so much more planned down the line that the gig is not up for the ape society, not one bit. So if you're worried about being too late, you're not. It's perfect time to get involved. But for those people, I think it might be important to go through these classes and the perks that they give to uh, the investors so that they know how much you guys have to offer. Because I don't think a lot of people realize how much utility is actually built into this project. What do you say?
1: Yeah. So um, I think one thing that's really unique about our project, and I guess it's one of the first things you'll see if you come into the Discord or whatever, is that we have seven seven separate classes. And that ranges from craftsmen to artists, merchants, military officers, royal advisors, and nobles. And each class kind of has its own floor, perks, and kind of utility within the ecosystem. So... Uh, most projects you kind of have the floor and you have the rares. And what happens right. is that in the middle, you kind of end up in no man's land where it's exciting in the first couple weeks of the mint, and people are excited about those different traits. But then, as time goes on, those middle items become kind of a liquid, and also you know, people start to care less about them. They either want the the top thing or or just a little bit of entrance. But what we've done right. is that, like, you know, there's seven separate floors. So like people decide, oh, I want a military officer. Oh, I want a merchant. And, um, you know, there's a couple reasons for that. The first is that, you know, you have kind of a, lot, uh, a ladder in the society of, of status to a degree. So it's fun to decide what class you belong into. And then from there with our um, society token that we released, you're also gonna get um, staking rewards depending on the class that you're in. So if the craftsman has base staking rewards, you know, for an artist, you get 1.1. 1. 1. For the next level, I believe it's 1.3 or 1.5. And then-
0: I believe Explorers is 1.35, yeah. Yeah,
1: 1.35. And it goes all the way up to Nobles, which is 7X, and there's only 70 of those. You know, if you want more of the society token, you get a higher class. In addition to just like the scaled token token, Rewards, you also have certain perks for each class. So, the biggest perk, I guess, not the biggest perk, but the most popular perk we kind of put at the the bottom of the society, which is the craftsman. And we were telling people all along, hey, you know, don't sleep on the craftsman just because it's the entry floor doesn't mean that they're not useful. And what they're going to be doing is kind of building things for the upcoming cabin. So, basically, when you have your craftsman staked, you can select you know, I want to build a pool table or I want to build a gramophone or a chair or whatever it is. And it takes X number of days or hours to build that furniture item. Once it's built, you can take that and list it on our marketplace, which other apes can then buy those furniture items for society. So essentially it's creating an economy where people can, you know, they save the society that they're getting um, from their apes. And if they really want the item Badly or quickly, they can go buy some additional society from any decks. And then from there, you know, you can generate some extra society for your craftsman by selling the furniture. Or if you want to use it to decorate your own cabin, you're essentially getting that furniture for free.
0: Quick question, if I could, because this is actually just really exciting and I I can't stay shutting up here so if you have a craftsman right not only do you get that base multiplier of 1x if you're staked for uh, your native asset society right I could go in and literally every day if I wanted to depending on how long it takes to build things just continuously churn things out with my craftsman and sell those things on your marketplace for other investors to use in their cabins and this doesn't cost me anything more than than time and having my ape staked
1: yeah yeah and um you know what we're trying to do is create a cool ecosystem that's fun for people to participate in
0: this truly is like a real like a microcosm of the real world we've seen other projects come out since you guys with uh separate classes or ranks or or whatnot within the collection but you guys have gone so much further with the utility uh built into these and th- I mean there's eight different classes here right if you include the kings so you know kudos to you guys putting all this work in and building such a utility laden project this really is uh spectacular I mean this is that's like free money especially with the craftsmen and we're talking about we've only gotten to the lowest class here so far and you can literally build shit every single day for free just for having your ape staked and then turn around and sell it i think that's that's amazing and not only is it great for the community it's great for the ecosystem right
1: yeah yeah exactly and um you know we have a lot of three assets that we're creating and i think the cabins are gonna be really fun for people to be in
0: oh absolutely they they will be they're super super cool looking and i cannot wait uh to get on the inside of one of these and really move around the sneak peeks are are amazing. And now you guys also have uh artists, correct? And these guys receive one free frame in their cabin. Frames are needed for staking?
1: Yeah, so you know, you frame the ape in order to stake it. So um and then you can put the ape in the frame. Once you've framed an ape, you can then it's then it's eligible for you to like put it in your cabin and then it's essentially being staked. But yeah so if you're if you have an artist you get one free frame with that artist and you know don't try to cheat we already put in (laughs) restrictions for people to not be able to exploit that system but yeah you get one free frame for for having an artist and then um you also you know if you have an explorer you get discounts on frames and frame upgrades if you have a military officer you have a small chance of stealing some of the furniture items that the craftsmen are building, as well as Uh-oh. being able to to kind of loot furniture items on your external missions uh, that are only exclusive to military officers. And then royal advisors get a staking bonus, and then nobles got a free chateau um, during the mint. And what was cool about that is every single noble com- claimed a, a chateau, which was awesome.
0: That is awesome. That's super cool. It just goes to show that the community really is uh, 100% behind this and paying attention, right, and keeping their ears to the ground uh, as you guys are moving forward and releasing new things. Then you also have uh, your merchants, correct, and they receive 2% of revenue from non-frame items purchased and sold in the Ape Society market. So does this Mm. mean that whatever the total revenue for the market for a certain amount of time two percent of that is split up between all of the merchants
1: yeah yeah that's, that's that's exactly it this is really impressive yeah if you just have a merchant and you're staking it you just you're just getting extra society from that
0: now i do have to ask who is ape force one because this sounds like a very important fella and I see him under under the Kings section here, right. And it says now the kings are the leaders of each of the 35 families, right? You could tell because they have that big fancy crown uh, on their head. And they're kind of the glue that holds everything together and they have access to something called the round table and an exclusive gathering of kings with a direct connection to the elusive ape Force One. So what's the deal with the round table and Ape Force One? Which is an awesome name,
1: by the way. Well done. <laughs> so, Ape Force One is the three of us. It's the three founders. It's me, Matasa, and Congo. And um, the kings. There's one king in each family, and you know you can tell who they are if they have a crown next to their name, or on the head of their ape. So, um, yeah, there's a there's a secret channel in the Discord called called the Round Table, and uh, essentially it's a gathering of kings and. You know, if you go check the floor on the Kings, it's it's not low at all. So it's a bunch of people with a very valuable um, NFT. And um, basically, they have direct access to us. So any questions they have, we answer. We also sometimes give them sneak previews, um, extra benefits, and ask them for advice on features that we may be launching. And in addition, they get to kind of network and talk to each other in a kind of more intimate atmosphere. So you know, we think it's a pretty cool feature. And the more we grow, the cooler it'll be.
0: No, absolutely. Obviously, if they do have kings, right, not only have they been there since the beginning, if they minted them, but if they went out and bought one of these on secondary, then they are 100%, you know, behind this project because of that floor price that you just talked about. So to have a group of individuals that truly believe in In the project and want to see it move forward in the best way possible, not just for the project itself, but for the community, you know, having a place for those individuals that are really, really dedicated to get together and give you guys feedback is amazing. That's just another tick in the box for the community centric vibe that is the Ape Society, right? Everything you guys do is 100% for your investors, and that is super admirable. And thank you guys for doing it, right? Because you guys are an example for all of these other projects out there because what project coming out wouldn't say, you know, we wanna do as well as the Ape Society. So if they follow what you guys have done, which truly is, you know, just building a quality project, right? On a quality blockchain with an amazing community And making sure that that community knows that they matter and that this is all for them, right? That's a recipe for success and a very honorable one at that, right? It's different if you're just building on hype. You guys are not. You know, you guys have so much more going on, including what we've been talking about this whole time that we probably should get into a little more, your native currency society. So now we have talked about staking. Did you guys have airdrops as well for uh, your native currency to your holders?
1: Yes. Yeah, so we had a 10 epoch epic period where each time you got a certain allocation of society, if you were holding an eight. A- and if you held through all of them, you got a bonus one at the end, plus a trophy that we're gonna be airdropping to all those apes, and then you can put those in your cabin. So um, that'll be like a really cool and if you haven't seen it, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, that'll be a really cool accessory for people's cabins. And yeah, so that was kind of to get the initial liquidity, you know, into the market. So we right. have a bunch of people with with um, society, and then eventually we launched um, it on MinSwap with some liquidity with a- ADA. And um, you know, people have taken well to it and they're stocking up their token for future use.
0: Tokenomics is not an easy thing, right? People to th- anybody mm-hmm. can spin up a token, right? It's not hard to do, giving it worth. Right is is what makes this difficult and you guys have done a bang up job of this because if you go and look it does have worth right this does 100% translate over to ADA in a pretty good ratio of society to ADA and that's only going to go up I can't wait I actually have uh, some society sitting in my wallet. Because I cannot wait uh, to retire off that someday. (laughs) The rate you guys are going, it might be sooner rather than later. I would really like uh, to live on a tropical island uh, next year, Cardman. So, you know, just keep up everything you're doing and I will hold on to that society. (laughs) So with the token, now there's a total supply of 700 million. So so how does the token... Uh, distribution work, how much went to, you know, I see here on the website, it says you guys had 5% for airdrops, 10% for community and 3% vested for the team.
1: Yeah. So, um, 5% went out during that airdrop period. And then, um, you know, the team, we decided to take only 3%. We don't want to take half the token and then, you know, we're just dumping on everybody or anything like that. We wanted to actually create some value for the token and have it in the user's hands. It's not about us as a team. It's about creating value for the community and the community to be able to do good, cool things with it. You know, We reserve 10% for community initiatives, and that's at the team's discretion to, to give out for stuff like contests, which we run on our Discord if you check it out. Even if you don't have an ape, sometimes you can participate in those. Um, but it's usually open to people with apes or cabins. And then in addition, we took another 10% and we gave it to the DAO. So one part of our project that some people know about, some people don't, is that we have a DAO, which has around 160,000 ADA in their balance. And essentially, people, anyone from the community, if they have a couple of co-signers can come forward with a proposal and then people vote on it and um, the ADA is allocated to that. And um, for example, like there's a proposal for CNFTCon and there was funding allocated to that. They're creating a booth and the community is going to be representing the Ape Society at the Oh, convention. wow.
0: That's amazing.
1: Hell yeah. And then, and there's a few other things going on there. But in addition to the ADA, now the DAO has access to society as well, which they can do whatever they want with. Um, they already did one thing, which is called TASPI. And that's the Ape Society Staking Pool Initiative. And one of the hot topics earlier this year was decentralization and how, you know, some staking pools were growing too big or many people were having too many staking, or many organizations were having many staking pools and the small pools were kind of dying. So the community wanted to help that a little bit. And seven pools were selected to the program where if you are staked with those pools, then you can receive a small amount of society on drip drops every week and um, they allocated some of that uh, the tokens from their percentage into the staking pool initiative so it's bringing more exposure to the tokens but also bringing more exposure to those stake pools that have partnered with us and then they also have the rest of those tokens to use over the course of however long they want to you know give out to people create events competitions whatever they choose to do and uh, we're excited.
0: Yeah, no, that's going to be super cool. Now, how do people and kudos to you guys, too, for supporting the small stake pools, right? Because that's what this is all about, right? That's what Cardano is all about is decentralization. And we see these giant, giant stake pools and then these little guys fighting to make a living, right? And that's what it's all about is the little guys. 100%. You know, that's the Cardano ethos right there. So that you guys are doing that is amazing now can people find these stake pools on your discord
1: um yeah if they if they enter the discord it's it's on there if you if you ask in there someone will direct you it's also on our twitter oh. uh so it, it's not it's not too hard to find and uh, you know each each stake pool is also tweeting about us a bit so um if you go into our twitter ask for a little help people will point you in the right direction
0: Awesome. Yep. I can see right here in your Discord, if you guys go to resources, right, I can see right here the Alamo uh, stake pool. And there's a lot of other uh, great things in here as well. So definitely get in here and check this out. Even if, like Hardman said, if you're not a member of the Ape Society, this project is doing amazing things for this space. And there's some giveaways in other ways, like with staking, right, that you can still benefit from everything that the Ape Society is doing. Doing And now we've talked a lot about what you guys have, you know, what you did in the beginning, right? What's going on now uh, and your token. Now let's talk some about the future. So I'm looking at your new roadmap here. And the next thing on this map, right, it's split up between spring, summer, and fall. And spring is completed. You guys had the society token airdrop, the cabins preview, full HD assets, the cabins reveal, cabin mint, and a cabins heat map. Now, the first tick for summer is brand identity. So what are we working on to further the Ape Society brand?
1: So uh, one of our big goals with... The Ape Society is to create an actual, legitimate, respectable brand. And I don't want to, like, you know, talk bad about any other projects or anything like that. Right. But one one issue that you have is that I think and, you know, I think my team agrees with me is that moving forward within crypto or just the future of society, a lot of things are going to be done on the internet, especially in business, and things are getting less and less serious in corporate. And I think that's part of where the PFP kind of wave has come from is people seeking a digital identity, because you know, this isn't Facebook. So like having your face there doesn't always make sense. And it doesn't always mean it doesn't really mean anything often. To anybody, But, you know, if you're part of a community and you put your profile picture there, it can show people kind of where you stand, what kind of group that you're involved in, you know, whether you see like a bored ape or a, or a doodle or, or a crypto punk, each group kind of evokes or plays or space buds, whatever, each group kind of puts out a different energy and When you see the photo, you get a different impression. You know, sometimes you can see a photo of a certain PFP and you can be like, oh, this person might be a bit childish or whatever. Or this person might be – this person has a lot of money. Or this person is a real tech person depending on what kind of photo they're using. So what we're trying to do with the brand identity is supplement – our art with kind of a uh, a guideline for what the ape society is and you know we're redoing a lot of our assets and our branding so that we can kind of take that into the future and that involves once we have that we're, we're going to be able to do more partnerships with both on and offline entities uh, because we'll have more professionalism and ability to to network with those people and in addition when our members go out and use the profile picture in their in their life they'll have the brand behind them and they can go use that brand to represent them so we're just trying to make it more clear when new people are coming to our website when you know the Vassal Fork is coming up soon there might be a big flood of individuals that are new to the chain. We want people to come to our website and know exactly what we stand for, know exactly where we're headed and kind of feel like, do I belong to this community or not?
0: Right. And I don't think there's anyone out there, you know, if they get in here and do the research and see what you guys are all about that wouldn't want to be uh, a part of this amazing community and everything that you guys have going on. And with this brand identity, you're totally right, right? A PFP definitely says, you know, a lot of people use them to say something, about themselves, right? Whether it be uh, an ape society or the board ape yacht club or a mutant ape yacht club or, or whatever, right? That picture means something. So, what does it mean to have an ape society PFP, right? Well, that's what yeah. you guys are working on. And I think it's super, super important uh, what you guys are doing because this is very important to a lot of investors. Having a community is. And a strong community like you guys are building, have built and are continuing to build with this brand identity is really important uh, to some investors and to a lot of people. It's one of the most important utilities that a project can have, right? I had someone in those AMAs Discord that sent me a message that said, you know, they had no friends in high school. They just weren't good with people, you know, very nervous all the time, but they found a home within uh, Cardano NFTs because by being a part of these communities they're instantly mm-hmm. accepted as as part of the whole and it's given them a home right and it gives yeah, them for sure yeah like talking about their pets and their friends and and video games right and that's their biggest utility we have so much more going on but for them it's the community aspect and i'm sure with everything you guys are doing you also have the same thing uh within your discord where some people just want to be a part Of the whole and that you guys are working so hard to further that brand for those individuals I think is is amazing because this is not something that is necessary for the Ape Society's success necessarily right you guys have already been successful and if this was a, a cash grab or anything negative right why would you guys be putting in all this work so this just goes to show that the team truly does care About this community right the team truly does care about what the ape society means when people look at it and i think that's that's amazing my friend and thank you for taking the time and energy to do that because branding is not an easy or cheap thing to do and that you guys have decided to do this for the community is amazing
1: yeah and no matter what you know token we release or feature we release our number one feature and value proposition will always be the community and how we can create an environment that's fun, professional, relaxing, and just, you know, great for people to to join and welcoming. So we have people in the Discord, you know, every day. And I'm sure you see this as well. You know, we have like a little family that we've created and new people come in and they have their own personalities. It's just a lot of fun. So we want to continue to build on that.
0: It is definitely a lot of fun. We uh oh my goodness, we'll have to we'll have to chat afterwards. I'll tell you about some of the the things we had going on with our community. We actually had a mayonnaise slip and slide. Uh, that was very interesting that our community kind of ran away with and <laughs> did on their own and posted a bunch of videos, but uh, that's, that's for another time. I'll have to tell you after the show, but anyway, so next on your roadmap after brand identity is staking and frames. So I'm guessing this means uh, the frames will be made available and staking for society will kick off.
1: Yeah. So we're um, working on the, the platform and trying to finish that up. And basically you'll be able to go through the, the website you'll be able to buy a frame, stake it, upgrade it, and do whatever you need to do to start earning society.
0: So with the frames, we had said before that an artist uh, receives a free frame, correct, for each artist asset that they have in their wallet. Now, for non-artist assets, or if an artist wants more than one, how do they go about purchasing one of these? I know you said it's on the website, but can they use society to do that?
1: Yeah, so within our ecosystem, everything is in society. So to get your first frame, it costs 750 society, and it mints you a level zero frame, which once you attach an ape to it, you can stake and start to earn society. And then from there, you can upgrade. So upgrading to the next level costs 1,500 society. And then the level after that is 3,000 society. And it goes all the way up to level seven. Um, so, And you can choose you know, how high or how, how low of a frame you get. It's all up to you and how you want to kind of play the game.
0: So I'm guessing that a a upgraded frame, correct, probably gets more rewards from staking. Does it also change the look of the frame as well?
1: Yeah. So the the level zero frame is kind of a basic wood frame, and then the one kind of is a thicker wood frame. And then as you go up, there's the frames turn gold and get more and more elaborate. So um, yeah, you'll have like a cooler looking frame that you'll you'll be able to use. And one thing I haven't mentioned is that you're gonna be able to stake non-ape nfts so you can go stake any of your nfts or any approved nfts from other collections and um you know one thing our community has been really excited about and others that have come into the discord is that a lot of the nfts look really cool in the frame so it's it's been a lot of fun to to do that and when you stake those nfts from other communities you'll still get society rewards so all you need to do is buy a frame And you'll get society rewards. You won't get, um, you'll have to be able, you have to get to level one to start earning because you don't get the base rewards of the actual ape, but you'll be able to earn society if you do have NFTs that you want to put in there that are not apes. And that allows people that maybe they don't have the ADA to get an ape, or maybe they just want to, you know, have other NFTs in there to participate.
0: Right. And that's an amazing idea to make it so that you can have non ape society assets in these frames in your cabin and still receive the society benefits as long as it's a level one frame or above, which is obviously more than understandable and more than fair. Now, do you guys have a list of projects that are, you know, that this is available for?
1: Uh, We don't have a list just yet. We're going to be kind of accepting Most projects. So as long as your project is in a rug pool, you'll probably be able to stake your I mean stake your NFT.
0: That's awesome. I cannot wait to hang my flame mic, my those AMAs up on the wall in my in my cabin. That's gonna be super, super cool. And that's amazing you guys did that, right? Because you're spreading out you have all these benefits for your community, right? We keep saying this is a utility laden project, and I can't say that enough. But not only are you providing that utility, to your community you're providing it to every community as long as it's a project that's on the up and up right and they're doing the right thing by the NFT community as a whole right and by their their private community of investors they're part of the plan and i think that's that's amazing that just goes right back to breaking down barriers right within this space and the fact that we can all do so much more for this space together than we ever could do uh on our own so hell yeah that's that's really really cool man i didn't realize you guys had that where you could stake other nfts and with the frames you know we already talked about how all of these different classes within the society receive different perks but let's say you have a whole bunch of craftsmen right and that that's great because you can build things to sell in the marketplace for society for other people's cabins But, you only have that 1x of your state, but by upgrading your frame all the way up to a level 7, you can continually increase that utility, even if you're on the bottom of the food chain as a craftsman, which we have said, obviously, there are some amazing perks to being a craftsman. Actually, it's one of my uh, my favorite utilities looking at all of these is what the craftsman can do. But even if you're on that lowest level of staking rewards with your asset, you can actually get out there push yourself up through this society through these frames almost in a sense to receive the same staking rewards as let's say maybe a military officer or a royal advisor i think that's that's super cool and it's it kind of puts the responsibility into the hands of the investor right like how much do you want to earn how much how well do you want to do i think that's uh very very well done
1: yeah, yeah, and we're excited to see, and like you're also able to put those frames in the cabin, so it's like you have the aesthetic element.
0: Right, that's the whole point of these, right, is getting to walk in and see them on the wall, and that is super cool. Most NFTs you stake, you're just clicking a button, and you're staking them, right, but you guys have made it fun, you've made it interactive, right, you can go in into this cabin and look around and see all of your NFTs hanging on the wall in these really cool frames in these awesome cabins, and they're making you money at the exact time. Same time. Next on your roadmap, after the staking and the frames, is the first landmark reveal. So, what are we talking about
1: here? So, um, that's still like a big mystery. There are some riddles within our Discord. Um, I don't know if I've even said too much there, but there's some stuff in our Discord that you might be able to figure out a little bit of hints here and there. But um, if you look at our map, we have little question marks in certain areas of the map where there aren't cabins and each of those landmarks is going to be somewhat of a project of its own and um most of them will be using society as the utility as the token to power it and uh we'll be kind of disclosing what we're going to be doing at that first landmark
0: hell yeah that's that's awesome man that must be exciting there's probably a lot of uh of anxious investors in the discord waiting for some alpha and I, you can tell me i promise i won't tell anyone no one listens to the show nobody will know you can tell me what the first landmark is i promise
1: <laughs> the rest of air force one might Air force one <laughs> might kill me
0: all right well we don't want a dead ape on our hands here so we'll just keep moving on then so and now that wraps it up for the summer on your roadmap, right? So the first landmark reveal, and then we move into the fall. So first thing on the roadmap for the fall, and this is super exciting, is the building for the craftsmen. So people will be able to get out there and and start building assets to list on your secondary market, correct, or your marketplace.
1: Yeah. Yes. So there'll be there's going to be a um, a society market, and basically you'll see. All the assets that the craftsmen are using. In terms of frames, you won't be able to list frames in the market. You can only mint those straight from our system. But anything the craftsmen build, you can uh, buy and sell on there.
0: Now, the frames themselves—is uh, this something that is a separate asset that you know maybe can be sold? Let's say I build my frame up to a level seven. Right. Can I sell that frame on on a secondary market or is that that's just my frame? It's
1: just your frame. So the frame will only work in your wallet and uh, you won't be able to sell it at all. Actually, when you buy the frame or upgrade the frame, all of the society is burnt. It doesn't go to us. It's burnt and uh, removed from the supply. So that kind of contributes to the economy a bit when you're buying the frames.
0: Yeah, absolutely it does. No, that that's awesome, right? Because every time that gets burnt, the overall supply of this native asset gets smaller and therefore the worth of the individual fungible tokens increases. Well done. You guys really thought through these tokenomics. Well done. And then our next step uh, on the roadmap in the fall is the Ape Society market launch. So we just touched on that a bit. Is there anything else about this market that you'd like to talk about?
1: At the moment that's all I can reveal. So
0: Gotcha. No worries, my friend. There's a lot of there's a lot of sad apes out there. I'm not gonna lie. They want some of this alpha, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and then, then the next thing after the market, because I won't push you on it, is merchandise. So that's where we have merchandise and then the interactive cabins will be released. So would you mind touching on that quickly? But yeah,
1: merchandise is something we're really excited for. People have wanted merchandise. For quite some time and you know there's some people selling merchandise as well in our community whether it be and people own the ip to their apes and people have been selling some merchandise with the ape society logo which which they don't technically own but we don't mind (laughs) and um but we're part of our brand identity is kind of focused on being able to create cool merchandise and we have a lot of interesting ideas that are going to be a little bit less typical than what you see from a typical nft project and i think with our art and our overall brand it allows us to have more flexibility in the kinds of things we make because our vibe is a little bit different than a lot of nfts so we can enter some unique markets when it comes to the merchandise and we're excited for that
0: absolutely who wouldn't be i can't wait to see what you guys have up your sleeve for this merch drop, especially if you're saying it's going to be a lot different than other NFT projects. So we're not just talking about t-shirts and and coffee cups here. Mm-hmm. This, this is probably going to be pretty damn impressive, and I can't wait to see it, my friend. Yeah,
1: we're going to have fun with it.
0: And then we have the interactive cabins, right? So this is when people will actually be able to get into their cabins and walk around and view their pictures that they're staking, mm-hmm. right? Or their NFTs that they're staking that appear as pictures of... Uh, in a frame on the wall, correct?
1: Yeah, so we're using Unreal Engine to build out this cabin. And, you know, essentially you're going to be able to walk around and place your furniture and decorate your cabin however you want. So you'll be able to put your NFTs wherever you want, you'll be able to put your furniture wherever you want. And you'll kind of have a unique look for each cabin. And people can share that. People can jump in the cabin and um, walk around with you. And it's just going to be a really cool environment and aesthetic that people can present their ape and non-ape NFTs in, as well as kind of hang out and create a cool environment with the furniture that they've built or purchased on the market.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and those craftsmen are going to have some pretty pimped out cabins. We're going to have to have like a... Ape Society Cribs episode or something to check out some of these craftsmen cabins. That sounds awesome. I can only imagine.
1: That
0: sounds awesome. (laughs) Right? Like, because if you could build all your own stuff, I mean, some of these cabins are going to be jam-packed. You probably won't even be able to walk around. That would be really cool, though, to have like a a knockoff MTV Cribs where you kind of walk in and have an ape kind of guide them around the cabin and show them all the stuff. You know, I just, yeah. I have to find out if these craftsmen can can spin up a hot tub uh, <laughs> for my cabin. Oh, it's an interesting I have idea. Have to dig into this and find out.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we have people coming up with ideas already. Like some people that are craftsmen are are, are um, giving their creating company names. Like we have a uh, Cloud Hunkin and Sons, and we have like multiple people that are have planned out exactly what they want to do in their cabin. Some people want to make a bunch of chairs. Some people want to. Um, have like more of a game room type thing. Some people want like a more cozy hangout area, but uh, it's going to be really fun to see what kind of things people come up with. I'm sure some of them will be really funny as well. Yeah. We're definitely going to have some contests about who can create the, the coolest cabin.
0: Yeah. It will be really, really great to see, right? Because this way investors can, it's just another way that they can take ownership over the project, right? Make your cabin, uh, A reflection of you
1: yeah
0: right and like we said if you have a craftsman it's it's free (laughs) all it takes is time Mm -hmm. right you just start building stuff and you know depending on on what it is i don't know how long it would take uh an ape to build me my hot tub but maybe a a day or two right but then when it's done it's yours if you don't want to sell it you stick it in your cabin and i really i can't wait my friend to see everything that comes out now with what's available to be built Right. And obviously, we don't have to get to this yet. I'm sure you guys will have more down the line. But let's say someone did have an idea, like, you know, we were just talking about people have suggestions. If I came in there and said, hey, I want to build a hot tub. Do you guys accept suggestions like this if the whole community is behind it and, and spin those assets up so they're able to be built?
1: Um, I, I wouldn't say that we directly take requests, but we do listen to what people say and we try to make that happen if we can.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to have plenty available uh, to fill these cabins out. And I really, I can't wait. Unfortunately, we've already been going for just about an hour. And we could probably go for another hour uh, talking about everything that you guys have in store. But uh, I don't want to keep you too long. I know that you are super, super busy. So before we ask our final questions... Right, one of which I don't think applies to you guys, and you'll see why in a second. Is there anything else that you would like to touch on
1: about the
0: Ape Society?
1: I mean, I've already talked this talked about this a bit, but I just want to, you know, talk about how, how great our community is. Uh I talked about Dork East, but we also have a lot of people that are using their apes as their online identity, and that means so much to us. You know, if you see someone on Twitter with an ape profile picture and they have a name there, if you're not familiar with our project, all the apes have names. So it's like there's so many people on on Twitter and, you know, across the web that are using the actual names of their apes on Twitter and they're doing various things with it. You know, we have someone that Thorpe Brown, who posts cool quotes and photos and philosophical musings on Twitter. And he's also a professor that is using it in his kind of teachings as well. We have um, Grape Ape Records who's um, coming out with, you know, cool little tunes and music kind of related to the Ape Society at times. We have uh, King Medici uh, Upwind who is kind of one of the dorkies leaders. And we just have so many different people that are creating cool content. And the goal is a year from now, you know, everywhere you look, you're seeing apes that are creating things. And you wanna be part of this community, I think, because you're gonna be involved with a bunch of creators, a bunch of people that are thinking outside the box. You know, we even have someone that is coming separately. They made a whole website, cncmagazine.com. Clinton Brown is their ape. And they're writing posts and doing interviews under the the pseudonym, Clinton Brown, which is just unreal. So, you know, check out those things. If you're not checking out, you're going to see it eventually. And uh, I I just can't get enough of what they're doing. So I, I just wanted to say that.
0: No, absolutely. And that's actually one thing that we we didn't touch on. So within these seven different classes, there's actually a total of 35 different families, right? Like different surnames for these apes. So the craftsmen have 13 uh, different families, and then the artists have seven, the explorers have five, the merchants have four, military officers three, royal advisors two, and the nobles, the De Medici, de Medici's or de Medici's? How do you guys pronounce that?
1: uh De or de? Right,
0: gotcha. <laughs> I don't know de Medici's.
1: Different ways. Beautiful. Well, however you want to exactly. say. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, it's just it just goes back into it. I know I keep saying it, but you guys put so much thought into this, right? Seven different classes plus the kings you know, plus 35 different families within those seven different classes, you know, and this, it amazes me how much you guys fit into this project. The amount of utility in the Ape Society is like four different projects, you know, all mashed into one. I don't think I've had uh, anyone on the show that that has this much utility available and this many huge plans for the future. And like you were speaking about, a community community that is this strong right that believes in this project so much and is so dedicated to it and and just loves it so much like you said some investors actually use these names these actual surnames of their nfts because each asset has its own full name first and last name as their actual online presence which is amazing that's truly embodying uh the project and at the end of the day Uh, I have to say, my friend, during this interview, I have realized that this is one of the most community centric projects out there, not just in the CNFT space. We're talking the NFT community as a whole, Mm -hmm. and that's amazing. And and thank goodness you guys have done this. And thank you so much for doing it uh, on Cardano. Right. And I think that's part of the reason maybe communities so great, at least, you know, we feel this way over at at those AMAs. Cardano definitely has a different feel uh, from other blockchains. It's truly the people's blockchain, I believe, at least.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, we you know, in our community, we don't have as many as many necessarily like moon boys or people that are just like solely focused on what the floor price is that day. You know, the market was tanking not too long ago everybody's losing money, whether it's, you know, if they're invested in stocks or if they're invested in crypto and the vibes in our community remained strong. And, you know, people were positive still, people weren't just fudding because the whole market was, was crashing. People were just like, you know, this is going to pass and what can we do to continue to improve this project or let's just hang out uh, while the market tanks. So it's, it's nice to see and that's the power of community. And that's something that like, you know, you can't you can't get from just holding a token or or whatever it is. You get it from actually creating an environment where people can get to know each other and participate. And you know, as people continue to use these NFTs as their online personas, you know, people are always saying, Oh, this is a bubble and you know everything's gonna go to zero. And you know, I understand that argument and maybe some things do get out of control when people get too excited and the price is rising too fast or whatever but when someone is using an nft as their online persona and that's part of the reason we wanted to create something that looks professional when someone's using that they're not selling that you know that's something that has a lot more value to them than whatever they can get on the market as more more and more people are doing that in the top quality projects that supply for those assets is essentially going off the market there's no way you're going to be able to buy certain apes that some of our community members are using um on their social media so it's you know the community is getting smaller and smaller it's gonna be less and less listed and you know i'll let people decide what that means for the future but you know the power of community is something that will continue to give value to these nfts no matter which direction the market is going
0: absolutely and you're 100 correct you know the floor is 100 a reflection of the community right and we kind of feel the same way louis says it all the time over at those amas that you know he's like what's the floor today he doesn't check mm-hmm. because he doesn't care because he knows where we're headed exactly. right and that's the goal is just continually moving forward our floors uh been doing relatively well uh, we're not at at ape society numbers you know but we were up to about 700 a few weeks back and uh You know, it truly is with a market crashing, as long as you have a strong community that believes in the vision and you continue to work hard for that community, right, they will be there and they will support you. And, And you guys have done an amazing job of that because everything in this project pretty much is in one way or another benefits the community so much more than just having a piece of really, really cool art. You know, I think in this case, the art, though it is super, super amazing, right? With the Ape Society, I love the look of it, right? And everyone listening, look on your phone or your computer or the dashboard of your car, wherever you happen to be streaming this, that is the Ape Society. And this amazing, amazing art is just a bonus, right? That is the tip of the iceberg, For everything that this project has to offer its holders through its benefits. It really is uh, an amazing, amazing project. And I have to ask you, my friend, and I'm sorry. I don't want to cause any civil wars within the Ape Society, right? And I don't want to see any craftsmen building cannons or, or anything like that. But I have to ask you, what is your favorite class? My favorite class? Oh, yeah. Your favorite class, craftsmen, artists, explorers, merchants, Royal advisors, nobles.
1: My favorite class is probably the royal advisors. I, I really like the look of a lot of the apes in the Monet and Levine families. Uh, there's a lot of clean apes in there, and um, yeah, a lot of cool aliens because it's like it's it's a lot of unique apes in that group because it's rare traits, but not like so rare that it doesn't have some of the entry level traits. So it's some really cool combinations in there. And then right. I'm all about my favorite perk I guess is the multipliers of staking because I just want society to build stuff in my cabin so that that bonus from the royal advisors to all the other apes that I'm holding is great for me
0: absolutely because yeah if you hold a royal advisor right that boosts the staking rewards for every other ape you hold by 1.2 times right Mm -hmm. so that's that's pretty impressive especially if you have uh, a lot of other classes, right? That this will affect every single class that you hold, that you're staking. So that is a pretty cool pretty cool perk. And like I said, I really hope I don't start uh, a civil war. All the the royal advisors out there are hooting and hollering and jumping up and down because Cardman just backed them. So hopefully the the advisors and the nobles don't uh <laughs> don't get into anything, but we'll have to see.
1: <laughs> you know, make sure to check out Canmart City as well. Just putting a little plug out there for Canmart City.
0: Check it out, Canmart City. Hell yeah, I will definitely check it out. And don't forget, because we're talking about the community so much, and I know the community absolutely loves you guys, and you guys have listed, and thank you for listing, on whenmint.app, right? This is our new NFT calendar, kind of mixed with a social media platform, and there's a whole bunch of new upgrades coming out right now. It's in its beta testing phase, so it's only available online But in about a week uh, you know, give or take a couple days, it will be available for download uh, on Android or iPhone through the Google Play Store or the App Store uh, for Apple. And Ape Society is on there. And one of the fun things about this app is investors can get on there, right? Members of the Ape Society can go make a free profile and upvote the Ape Society. Okay, go give them five stars. If you love this project, let them know if you get them a high enough rating which i'm sure you guys won't have any trouble getting a high rating on there ape society will be on top of the leaderboard right most projects have to pay for promotions and we do have options for projects that do want to to boost uh their listing on the app but this is a way that projects can do it for free just through the strength of their community to get on top of that leaderboard. So I can't wait. As soon as this episode comes out, I'm pretty sure Ape Society is going to fly right up to the top of that leaderboard. It's going to be a lot of fun to see. Thank you guys so much for getting on there. I can't wait for the future with this app. You know, we're trying to do the same thing as you guys and just better uh, the community. I think it's a step in the right direction. But let me ask you. All right, normally we have two final questions. The first one is because of the state that the market's in, you know, what happens if you don't have a good mint, things like that, you know, how do you plan to pivot and continue to move forward and do the best thing for your community? But we don't have to ask you guys that, right? Because you've already minted out, you've done an amazing job and you continue to do amazing things for the NFT community. So we're just going to skip that question altogether. But I do have to ask, if somebody just heard this whole episode, right? They went down to the show notes. They saw all of your official links. They made an account on whenmint.app. They upvoted the project. They're in the discord. They're looking at all the amazing things you guys are doing, but they need to hear that one more right thing to push them in the back and over the ledge into the Ape Society family. What would you tell them?
1: The Ape Society is probably the most unique combination of things that you'll see in a profile picture project on any chain
0: awesome and it truly is and the utility involved in this project once people get in there and start digging right that's what i tell people all the time they ask about our project i said do the research go look and i promise if you do you'll be in this family in no time and i know that anyone thinking about the ape society right now get in there and look through the discord look at the website right look at their roadmap go back and look at the old announcements right this is how you do good research and i guarantee you if you do all of that You will be a part of the Ape Society in no time. All right, Cardman. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. The Ape Society is one of my favorite projects, and I cannot wait to see what you guys have planned for your community and the NFT community as a whole in the future and i just like to say again not only thank you for coming on the show but thank you for everything you guys have done for the nft space here on cardano because you are truly a blue chip project
1: throughout the the bear and the bull like projects that continue to build that continue to have a great community will be able to stick around and the people in the communities will be rewarded when when the time comes and uh yeah, and thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Let's definitely do it again at some point. You know, podcasts like this is bringing the community closer together, as you hear from different founders and things like that. And I think one thing we need to work on as a community is working more together so that we can grow the blockchain together. Because if everything increases, it benefits all of us. It's not one project versus the other. So getting people together on your platform or the podcast or whatever it is that you or anybody else is creating is really positive. And thank you for that.
0: Of course. Thank you so much and if it wasn't for amazing projects like the ape society right there wouldn't be a need for what we're doing because this space wouldn't be as amazing as it is so i always get the last word because i'm the host thank you (laughs) now you're not allowed to say thank you to me again because i said it last no (laughs) no but this really was a lot of fun my friend thank you so much uh for coming on the show and i'll see you in the discord
1: for sure for sure we'll be waiting
0: A huge thank you once again to Cardman for taking time to come on the show. All of the official links for the Ape Society can be found in the show notes. And remember, every investment has to be right for you. So please, always do your own research. And don't forget to head on over to whenmint.app to sign up for a free profile and follow and rate all of your favorite projects, including the Ape Society. We're still in our beta testing phase, but in about a week, give or take a day or two, the app will be available for download for both iOS and Android. We already have well over a thousand members and well over a hundred projects. And this beta version has only been out for less than a week. At this point, our new user interface is up and running, so definitely check it out. Now, that's enough out of me. Let's get into the fun stuff. Let's talk giveaways. So, the winner of the Deadly Sins NFT from Friday's episode with Bad Fox Motorcycle Club has already been posted in the winner's circle on whenmintpodcast.com. So, if you did enter that giveaway, head on over to that page. And if your smiling PFP is staring you in the face, well, you just won a Deadly Sins. So all you got to do to collect is shoot us a DM through our Twitter profile. Our Twitter handle is at when Mint Podcast. Within 24 hours of being announced the winner, and we'll get you paid. Nobody does it like those AMAs. Congratulations. And if you didn't win, that's okay too, because we do this every single episode that's why it's called the every episode nft giveaway you see what i did there so for today's giveaway i've got something pretty exciting for you guys i have a single seat rover a moon rover from Carta station now the floor on these is about 380 ada so if you want to enter to win that rover it's super easy all you have to do is follow us on twitter make a free account on whenmint.app. And then in the original post announcing the release of this episode, simply like, retweet, and tag five friends. And that's it. You're in the running. Winner will be announced Wednesday upon the release of that day's episode. Good luck. And on that note, I think that's it for me. I'm your host, The Machinist. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you all on Wednesday with another giveaway, another project, another interview, and another episode of When Mint by those AMAs.